0: Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins.
3: We just become best friends, yep.
0: Making sense of it all.
3: Oh, I get
0: it. And having some fun. Lighten up Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp and Robin Show.
4: All right. Thank you so much for being here. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. David Van Camp, where do you want to start today?
5: Uh, well, there's been a lot of talk about Supreme Court nominee Katanji Ket- uh, Brown Jackson's sentencing Get the name record. Right or I know. Racist. I almost, I almost Bidened it. Uh, Ket- uh, uh, y- what? You saw her. She's right over there. Mm hmm. Aren't they doing <laughs> the RGB thing with her? Or RBG thing with her?
2: <laughs> what do you mean? Just doing the initials now? KBJ. Are they starting to do that? Yeah,
4: yeah. Okay. Yeah, Whatever I mean, works.
5: KBJ sounds like some sort of shipping company or something, right? KBJ, Logistics Solutions.
4: <laughs> They're probably doing that for Biden because he has a hard time. Right. You Katanji
5: know? Brown, well,
6: you saw her. So,
5: Katanji Brown. Yeah. Katangi Brown Jackson, there's been a lot of talk about her sentencing record with child sex offenders, sentencing people who download child pornography below Justice Department guidelines. And the defenses have been all over the place. Like, well, that's actually not out of the norm. Now, that's actually true. But that actually raises a bigger question about why exactly has the criminal code not been updated for a 21st century world when you're talking about child exploitation? You're
4: spot on there, David. Mm-hmm.
5: That, that, and honestly, a lot of the people bringing it up in Congress are kind of telling on themselves because my first question to them is, where's your bill? Where? What are you going to do to fix this? Because that's a problem. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, CNN's actual news report had this to say, though, about these proceedings. Okay.
3: Their talking points appearing to appeal to movements like QAnon, oh, which God. peddles false conspiracies about Democrats and pedophiles.
5: <laughs> that, see, now we're, we're past the conversation of trying to excuse anything. We're having to have a real conversation about how the law is not keeping up with modern technology. Now it's just, if you're raising objections, you're QAnon. That's enemy of the people, man.
4: It really is. You know, I said this as a joke off air the other day. You know, if you really want to stop with a lot of the QAnon stuff, if you're on the left... Stop going after children so often, with wanting to teach them about trans stuff when they're five years old. You bunch of freaking sickos. Maybe lay off of that stuff. It won't grow the crazy QAnon stuff.
2: Well, right, and they're because when you when you turn QAnon into right, you know, I mean, what?
4: seriously, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I
2: know. It's true. It's like I heard that on QAnon three months ago. <laughs>
4: Golly. Um And then we had Cory Booker, yeah, uh, who wept, was kind of giving Katanji Brown Jackson <laughs> sort of a pump-up speech.
5: Yeah, this is this is very interesting. Yeah, Senator Cory Booker, Mister Tears of Rage, uh, cried while addressing the Supreme Court nominee yesterday.
3: Okay, you're here. I was in the White House with my Democratic colleagues, and... Okay, golly. Oh.
4: <laughs> it just went over Cory Booker earlier this week, and I can't remember whose line it was. It's bad dinner theater. It is. It's bad. I've always top. said that
2: about him. It's always bad dinner yeah. theater. It's overacting. Everything is overacting. He can't downplay
4: anything. No. And so...
3: I okay. was in
2: the-
4: I was with the other... <laughs> Stop it. And again, this is after this narrative... Of Republicans asking legit questions. Yes. Okay, like it's been this crazy attack. And that was the Washington Post editorial board. It's yeah. been an attack. It's worse than Kavanaugh. Right. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> so anyway, go ahead, Corey.
3: You're here. <laughs> I was in the White House with my Democratic colleagues, and I'm again I'm in my joy. I can't help it. <laughs> and 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 the <laughs> president's asking our advice, who should we nominate or whatever? Golly. And I look at Kamala and we have a knowing glance, which we've had for years when she and I used to sit on this end of this committee at times. And then I try to get out to the president what it means, what it means. Okay,
4: time out. What's the knowing glance that you can make out a career from repeating yourself and overacting? Is that what it is?
3: What it means. Yes.
4: Yes. Get it together, man.
3: And I want to tell you when I look at you, this is why I get emotional. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're, you're, you're a person that is so much more than your race and gender. You're a Christian, you're a mom, you're, you're, you're an intellect, you love books. But for me, I'm sorry. I, I, it's hard for me not to look at you and not see my mom. You have earned this spot. You are worthy. You are a great American.
4: And then he goes on to say God is on your side. Uh-huh. See you understand the left is kind of on the war path against God. Does Corey know that? It is not at all good to bring up God in these times. But I guess if you're Cory Booker, you can get away with anything. Do you remember when he was like I don't want to hear anything about thoughts and prayers and that bit's BS or something?
3: Because people were getting shot. to uh, 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 gun violence. And in all the wars in the Revolutionary War to now, we are not going to give thoughts and prayers, which to me is just bull****. <laughs> and I'm sorry to say that as a man of faith, right. but I was taught that faith without works is dead. <laughs> we're going to bring a fight with everything that I have to solve this problem because it's solvable and we know it.
4: Uh-huh. And what have you done since then, Corey? Well, you've always done oh. Nothing. Golly, this is all hard to take, man.
2: Well, he's pandered. He gives a master class in pandering.
4: He really does. The
2: guy is the guy is really something. I mean, he's no. really something. See, he's a cartoon character that has succeeded.
5: See, I I don't know if I agree with the master class thing, whole okay. wholeheartedly, because what he reminds me of is like a drama teacher at a college that all the freshmen are are just in awe of, like, wow. <laughs> He was in Off Broadway. We need to pay attention to him. And then right. by the time you get to your senior year, you're looking at him and you're like, "Wait a minute, what's this hack done?" You right. know? If you're so great, why are you here? Why are you teaching at this college? Right. Ah, uh, atacado. Right. See, that makes it very angry,
4: isn't that Spanish for anger?
5: That's, no, has attacked. Yeah.
4: Has attacked? Yes, yeah. see? He's going to attack you. Uh the oh, God. God. Okay. Right, and he'll have... <laughs> tears of rage. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely tears of rage. <sighs> can I play one other yeah, my of favorite? Yeah, of course you can. From yes. Cory Booker. Yeah. Do you remember when... Yeah, it was Kamala. She had to drop out of the race. Okay, yeah. and it was this diverse field for the Democrats going into the 2020 election. Yeah. But no voters, including black voters, were interested in Booker... Or Kamala. No. They thought they were frauds. And that had Corey very concerned at the time. But he's not about race at all.
3: Today I'm a little angry. I have to say that we started with one of the most diverse fields in our history, giving people pride. And it's a damn shame now that the only African-American woman in this race who uh, has been speaking to issues that need to be brought up um, is now no longer in it. And we're spiraling towards a debate stage that potentially we're still fighting to get on it, but could have uh, six people with no diversity whatsoever.
4: So basically, at least in my eyes, that was Cory Booker saying Democratic voters are racist.
5: Well, I mean, yeah, when he's weeping about how many uh, years it's taken to have a black female up for the Supreme Court. Look no further than the Democratic Party. I don't know why he's a part of it, because honestly, they've been holding back black people for a long time.
4: Yes, they have. And by the way, did anyone clue in Cory? That this would not be the first black person? Interesting you say that
2: because I thought the same thing. <laughs> Apparently not. No. Did he weep with joy
4: for Clarence Thomas back in the day? I'm guessing no. Does he refer to Clarence Thomas as my brother? No. Not that I would guess. No. Hey, did you hear the airlines getting together telling Joe Biden? Okay, we've had enough of the mask mandates now. Good. Good. So I suppose that means they'll get loosened a little bit, I would think. Uh, Who knows? Well, I mean, in New York, the mayor is saying, okay, athletes, you can go ahead and play when you have a home game. We're going to lift that mandate for the vaccine. So now the Yankees, the Mets, will be able to play at home. Kyrie Irving will be able to play now at home with the Brooklyn Nets. So you'd think all this stuff is starting to loosen a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you happen to see in the UK talking about a record number of infections? Really? Yes. I didn't see oh. that. This is really odd talking about the whole boomerang thing. And this, again, you're looking at a whole lot of people that have been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But remember, it gives you that protection, that extra protection, and just keep believing it. And it might. But all these people have given us so many reasons not to trust them. You just can't trust pretty much anything well, they say. Very
2: high profile people have gotten COVID and been vaccinated three times, and in some cases have had COVID before. Are you talking about yourself right now? No, that I'm talking about Saki. But you and do. Hillary. Well, me too. Yeah, I was vaccinated three times, and I got COVID.
4: Right. Now, do you tell people? Yeah, but it did keep me out of the hospital because it was mild. Well, I don't know whether it did or it didn't. I don't know. You probably believe it did, right?
2: I can suspect maybe it did. Yes, that it could have been worse. Right, it could have been, I
4: suppose, yeah. But that's just it in the end. Do you know? And what you do know is we can't trust these people because they've lied too many times, and that's too bad. Man, there's a lot to get to today. We got a humanitarian crisis. Well, yes, of course, in Ukraine, but also in Seattle. Mm. What does that mean? We'll get to that much more. Coming up right here. Thank you so much for being here. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. It's been a month. Russia, Ukraine, war. President Zelensky from Ukraine. Did you see what he's calling for today? Worldwide demonstrations. Yes. In the name of peace. Of Jesus, course. Pretty much getting those
2: already. What, the demonstrations? Yeah, there's been people demonstrating all over the world. Anti war protesters. Yes. I mean, maybe it's just one day he wants to. You know, solidify
4: everyone. but He's urging people to leave their offices, homes, schools, to support Ukraine, to support freedom, to support life. How is that going to make a difference, really? I don't, I
5: don't know. Is Vladimir Putin going to say, oh, my gosh, a bunch of people just walked off the job at Disney World? I guess I better stop this invasion now.
4: I got to admit, I mean, if I was still in school, would I use this as an excuse to try to get out for a couple hours? Oh, well, hell yeah, sure. man. <laughs> I probably yes. would. Yes.
5: I'd start my own campaign if I were still in high school. Blaze for Ukraine. <laughs> it's
2: easier to understand then. You won't get us a soda machine. <laughs>
4: <laughs> did you notice of all the leaders that get together today, Biden was the only one that did not speak to press? Wow. I didn't notice that, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, it was reported on. Fox
2: is talking
5: about it. He's in Europe, and, yeah, he decided he was not going to take any questions. uh, And some of his staff were saying, no, 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 like pushing people back, saying, no, we're not not answering any questions. And it's because he's a senile old man, and they know that... What are are you talking about? True international depression! What do you mean by that? We've already been embarrassed on the world stage by Vice President Fortune Cookie. We don't need... Joe Biden to go out there and pee his pants in front of the entire world, but this is history, and I, the
4: time is calling for him.
5: No
6: one, not done it. The history books will note it.
5: See, <laughs> not to not. Done. And that's uh,
4: see, you don't
6: speak all of
4: Biden's language, but not to nah
5: means <laughs> not means peace. It's nah. like, like a lyric from Steve Miller, <laughs> not to <nah. laughs> not. To nah. Do 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 do. <laughs> not, not,
6: da, da. not No one, not done <laughs> Yes. Heck yeah.
4: I'm gonna bring them all together.
5: <laughs> Holy mackerel.
4: Okay, so Seattle. I mentioned this humanitarian crisis. What are we talking about yeah, with well, this story?
5: There's a bakery in Seattle closing down one of its shops indefinitely because of crime. The owner is begging the city for help. We've heard this story time and time again. It's so heartbreaking what these progressives have done to a great city like Seattle. Olga Sagan said that she shuttered one of her three Piroshki uh, Piroshki locations. In February, She'd been operating in Seattle since 1992, telling Fox News, look, in this particular location I, near Pike Place, I, you can't do it anymore. Oh, my goodness.
1: We had an emergency in the city. We had a criminal and humanitarian emergency in the city. As COVID came in and downtown emptied out, we I feel like the criminal activity has really taken over the street. And as we try to reopen in Seattle, um, You know, we uh, ended up dealing with um, people selling drugs, buying drugs, uh, smoking fentanyl, and um, Uh, in a a broad daylight. Uh,
4: They even put the piano for added effect. You don't even need it. It's already sad enough.
1: As well as um, because there was a lot of criminal activity, uh, the, you know, we start having gun violence. My employee safety are on the line and my customer safety is on the line. So I had no choice to shut down the door, uh, the doors to kind of keep everyone safe.
4: All right, there's still more of that to get to. Just to pause for a second. It's an American city. What an utter failure by the leaders there, just stating the obvious all thinking the same thing. How can this continue to go on? What is it going to take? Mm -hmm. Before these people are voted out of there, my goodness. I know, I mean, we've talked to our friends in Seattle many times about the problems that have been around the city, and it just gets worse when you think you've seen it all. It just gets worse.
1: Uh, It it, it was... It was to the point where it's an open drug market. Um, it's open, The stolen merchandise are being sold, and we're not talking about several individuals here and there. We're talking about dozens, if not hundreds, of people taking over an entire block, and and it would be impossible to even walk through that block without feeling unsafe.
2: Man. And it's normal. It's but,
5: the new normal. I mean, they're showing video of it as as she is speaking, and some of it is from her shop. And you got dudes, you know, you get you got guys rocking up cocaine. You got people with their makeshift pipes with tin foil or aluminum foil. I mean, it, it looks like a flea market on the uh, on the sidewalk right outside of the of the shop that she closed down. It's pathetic, and, and I mean. I think you're right, Jamie. Like, what's it going to take for people to start voting differently? Because this is not working. I don't know if you saw the um, report from earlier this week out of Seattle as well that half of the homeless people who were surveyed yeah, or half of the people who were offered shelter from the city declined. They said, nah. They, a lot of these people want to be out on the street because there's no rules. There's no responsibility. Right. Exactly.
4: You can't go on like that. You know, I was thinking about Seattle. I don't know if you happen to see this. There's going to be a tour this summer, the Flannel Nation Festival. Well, Flannel was pretty much after Seattle. Mm -hmm. And the whole music scene in the early 90s. It was, you know, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, obviously, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden. But the lineup for the festival, well, the only band from Seattle is Candlebox. And some would say, say, well, that doesn't count. I wouldn't say that, but Everclear, Soul Asylum, Soul filter, Asylum. yes. Well, they're definitely a '90s band. Yeah, you know. Well, you and you like Everclear. You do. I do like Everclear. I like nothing wrong with several
2: that. Several songs of Everclear. Yeah,
4: yeah. It's kind of wild. Playing tour. Okay, Katanji Brown Jackson. Does she know what a woman is yet? That is next. robin show i'm jamie markley the gen actor the millennial david van camp the sexy boomer scott robbins okay what is a woman well it's not time yet to wax poetic this is a real question in america right now yeah we have someone that says they can't answer it that wants to be on the supreme court
5: yeah supreme court nominee katanji brown jackson said she couldn't say what a woman is because she's not a biologist
4: that's a problem. Okay, <laughs> that's a problem.
5: Well, it is also interesting that that answer really is not all that satisfactory to the far left either, because really? in, in their worldview, a biologist does not decide what a woman is. That would make it yeah. simple, right? Right, because mm-hmm. that would make it about chromosomes. That would make it about well, the tackle that you've got in your body. So, are you saying
4: then? Angie Brown-Jackson was just using left-wing talking points well, to she answer the
5: question. She trying to thread that needle a little bit. Now, that, that answer changed just a little bit under questioning from Senator Ted Cruz. Hmm.
4: Okay. Let it rip, Ted. Uh, let me ask you, as a judge, how
0: would you determine if a plaintiff had Article Three standing uh, to challenge a gender-based rule, regulation, policy, uh, without being able to determine what a woman was,
1: so Senator, I know that I'm a woman. I know that um, Senator Blackburn is a woman, and the woman who I um, admire most in the world is in the room today—my mother. Um, it sounded as though well, but the but, but question but, but was: but Let me
0: ask under the modern leftist sensibilities, if if I decide right now that that I'm a woman. Um, then apparently I'm a woman. Does that mean that I would have Article Three standing to challenge a gender-based restriction?
1: Senator, to the extent that you are asking me about um, who has the ability to bring lawsuits based on gender, uh-huh. those kinds of issues are working their way through the courts, and I'm not able to comment on them.
0: Well, what we have here, kids, is not a
4: qualifier. Time to go. <laughs> You're not up for the job. You can't answer the question. That's unfortunate. Who's up next? Of course, we all know that's not going to happen. But that's what should happen. Yeah. That should be disqualifying right there. You know, <coughs> male, female.
2: I have two cats. One is male and one is a female. How do you know? what do they identify you know what growing up on the farm yeah growing up in the middle of nowhere where i grew up i would say to the old farmer is that a boy dog or a girl dog i don't know turn it over (laughs) grab the dog turn it over that's a boy yep clearly that's a boy that's a girl clearly that's a girl
4: yeah but it's just not so simple anymore we had one that
6: if but that was the test, that boy
4: just won the NCAA 500 in swimming, and <laughs> women's swimming. So it's very confused now, Scott. Dang, man.
2: And, and we it, have someone on the uh, Supreme Court that simply cannot or refuses to identify what it is. Correct. Not exactly a gotcha. No, it's not a gotcha. It's a simple... Well, David described his wedding tackle, and I agree with that. <laughs>
5: I mean, you I, got the way I, there? Yep, that's a, that's a boy. I like your homespun wisdom there, though. I don't know, turn them over. <laughs> right, just roll them over, take a look. <laughs> Give the old eyeball test, and you know. Yeah. There you go, look. I have I have a son and a daughter. Uh, at bath time, it's very clear what the differences are. There you go,
2: yes. And are you a biologist,
4: David? I am not a biologist. I didn't think so. That's the answer, though. Yeah, that is, you know, and different people have brought this up, but it's this question of, okay, Title IX, what does it mean? I mean, in Title IX, part of the Civil Rights Act, it does hang on the idea that the classifications known as man and woman exist and are knowable. Yes. What we have is mass delusion going on. And too many people that just won't stand up and say, we're not playing this We're not doing this. It's like all of these areas where people trying not to hurt feelings just kept, you know, seeding ground. You can't do it anymore. It's gone past the point of ridiculousness. It's just where we are. Can you define what a woman is? No, I can't. Well, then you need to be sent packing. But we have legacy media, big tech, and the left all together will say so you're hateful for even suggesting that you should applaud her because this is breaking a glass ceiling i don't care i don't care who you are if you can't answer that question you shouldn't be in that position i think i'm speaking for a lot of
6: people no, there. It's
2: just a silly i mean and again i don't care identify whatever you want to identify as just don't bother if you if you leave people alone and don't bother them Break the law or whatever. You live as you want to live. No, I don't not care. The,
4: it's not the way it goes. But, no, but, however, not only do You comma. need to allow it wherever someone identifies, but you need to celebrate it. Yeah. That's, that's what we're told. That's where we got the rub, don't we? You talk about an upside-down world, okay? I don't know if you saw this story. Howard Stern, okay, and he was in the news within the last few months and a lot of people were asking at the time, what happened to Howard Stern? Yeah, it's weird. Because he is incredibly frightened to go out because he's afraid of COVID.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I guess what he said, was it yesterday, I, sometime this week, talking about it's the Republicans' fault for easing the mask mandates around the country. Saying, you know, he feels like the wackos are winning.
5: <laughs> I- I think I would phrase it as it's thanks to Republicans and actually not even really thanks to Republicans. It's thanks to people looking around and saying this doesn't make any sense anymore. Right. It's common sense. But when did he become this like CNN liberal boomer wine mom? I mean, I what happened to Howard Stern, man?
4: I don't know, but it's it's gone. Whatever happened to him, he has lost it. Um, said you got all these wackos with their anti mask, anti vaccine. The reason they've lifted these mask mandates is because we gave into this small minority of people.
5: <laughs> it's not. <laughs> wow. Well, that dude's don't. in
4: a bubble. He needs to get out more.
5: Yeah.
4: Um, who are completely out of their bleeping mind, who think masks are some sort of prison sentence and their freedoms are being taken away. And of course, he had said before, take their freedoms away. And it's been pointed out, yeah. This guy is like this, you know, bitchy old housewife who, who doesn't want to leave the place. Who shook his He's, fist at establishment and
2: railed against the establishment and was the exact opposite. Yes. I, I don't know what happened either. I don't know. I, that's so strange. He's taking this approach.
4: Yeah, It's weird. All these dudes that, you know... Used blackface at one point in time like Kimmel and the rest? What, are they trying to over-apologize? Maybe. I'm going to go so far left now. I'm so sorry. Please don't cancel me. I don't know what it is. It's insane. Um. Okay, who's feeling stressed today? A lot of times on Thursday people will feel stressed.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
2: Are you really? Yeah, it's, I've had a stressful last three or four weeks, yes. Anything you want to talk about? No. Right here is a just... safe place. Just getting hammered from all sides. You're getting hammered again? Well, just, no, not hammered, hammered. Okay, because people would be concerned about that.
4: No, no, no. All right. Just making sure.
2: But if I was going to, this would have been the last three or four weeks to do it, I'll tell you that.
4: Nothing in particular, though, that you want to talk about? No, just stupid stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want a trick? I'm not going to call it a life hack, because that would trigger David. He hates the term life life. hack.
5: It would make me very, very stressed out. And then because of that stress, I would really want to know what the life hack is, which would only stress me out more out because more. then I would become my own worst enemy.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: All right. This is the five, four, three, two, one trick. Do you think this might be useful, Scott? Not just to you, but other people to get well, stressed.
2: I'd like to hear more.
4: Okay. Uh, well, here are the five steps. One, think of five things you can see right now and they can be anything could be tree, the sky, your own hands, whatever, okay? Then, number two, think of four things you can physically feel right now, all right? Don't go tubing on it. Just saying, <laughs> like, your heartbeat, how warm the sun might be if you're outside, that sort of thing. Okay, God. Okay? All right. Number three, listen for three things you can hear. I right, know I know you can't hear the wind blowing right now, but maybe if you're outside, you could. Mm-hmm. Or it could be the traffic around you, maybe the sound of somebody's voice. It could be music, you know, something else. Then, number four, you think of two things you can smell right now. could be coffee. If you're outside, it could be grass. Uh, it could be something unpleasant, depending on where you are. And then you focus on one thing you can taste. You take a drink of something, You gum, whatever. I guess they say you could lick your lips. If you go through those five steps, it's supposed to shift your attention to your senses. So then you would feel more focused on the present instead of what's bothering you, and that can lower your stress.
5: I, I can tell you, it does work. You've done it? I've done that before, yeah. Okay.
4: And then afterwards, whatever it was that was really getting you down? Yeah. Well, it It's still there, but you're not so... What,
5: consumed by it, yeah. The whole thing, and this was this was about panic attacks. Okay, but this was what was suggested. The idea is that you're getting out of your own head, because that's where a lot of stress comes from. You you just start thinking over and over and over and over again. You start running in circles. Then you're not paying attention to what's around you, which stresses you out even more. So the whole idea is to get in touch with like the real world and get out of your head. Got it. Because the episode
4: I remember you had, and it was. You were frightened, and it was concerning, mm-hmm. where it was a specific number. And I want to say it was a gas card or something.
5: And oh, yeah. You couldn't yeah. remember it. Oh, oh it, was my, it was my PIN. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. For my, uh, for my debit card. Yeah.
4: It was simple. It was a simple number. Was a four you knew digit it for years.
5: PIN. I'd, I'd had the same one since I was 16.
4: And you blanked on it mm-hmm. and could not retrieve it and never did.
5: Nope. Still can't remember what it is.
4: Wow.
6: You mean mental health
4: workers? (laughs) (laughs) That's not funny. All right. But that, is this one of the techniques that would help? Like if you were stressed, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. See, there's something to that. Hmm. You learned something today, right? Do you feel better now? Not so stressed? Scott?
2: Well, I haven't had put this into practice yet because I'm here. Okay. I would think I would have to be almost in solitude before I could put that into practice. That might be true. I mean, there are certain things I use as coping mechanisms now that I don't drink anymore. Yeah, like what? Just listening to music. uh, Scent is very important to me. That's your essential oil. Well, I got that, and I've got some other things that, that, you know, but that is very important to me as a calming device. My animals uh, are very important to me as a calming device. Okay. See? We're getting somewhere. All right.
4: If I could drink with my animals it'd be much better. We can all come together. One nation. Individual under God. For real. For real. You know. Did you see N B C News actually airbrushed Leah Thomas to make him look more like a girl? we will get to that story much more coming up right here. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott
1: Robbins. Transgender swimmer Leah Thomas breaking barriers and records.
4: Of course. But also a victim. It has
1: also made her a target for nasty backlash and even threats.
5: Hmm. Well, that's what happens when a dude swims against women.
4: You know what? You've said this before. I've said it before. It's probably worth repeating. My biggest problem is not with Thomas. It's with the people that have allowed it to happen. This is a confused person. No, you at the least.
2: You're absolutely right.
4: It's others to blame. Yeah. And other people that (laughs) encourage this and are trying to get the kids younger and younger all the time. It's disgusting. And so what did NBC do with this story? This is interesting.
5: I, I thought this was fascinating. So there's a photographer, I'll try to lay the groundwork. This was published in the Washington Examiner. There's a photographer who also happens to be a University of Pennsylvania graduate uh, named Erica Denhoff. The UPenn connection is significant because that's where Leah Thomas goes to school. Mm-hmm. Erica Denhoff, though, is the name of the photographer, and she saw a picture that she had taken of Leah Thomas on the Today Show. She had taken the picture, posted it up on a on a website where you could get the license for it and publish it wherever you want if you pay for it, Right. Right. Um, And what they had done, she found, was they had digitally altered the photo of Leah Thomas to give Leah Thomas softer features to make him look more like a girl.
2: Ah, the old filter. Mm -hmm.
5: They, you know, put a bigger shadow on one part of Leah Thomas's face, kind of softened the jawline a little bit. And Erica Denhoff was saying, uh, look, I, <laughs> this, this had to be intentional. She told the oh, yeah. Washington Examiner, it's really important as photojournalists that we transmit authentic photos that have not been altered. When I first noticed the airbrushing on the segment referenced, I thought something was honestly wrong with the video. But I watched it again and thought, wait a minute. This appears to be intentional. Leah's features are softened. She said, quote, I I then went to my original photo on the sites that they could access to license the photo and compared it and immediately saw a difference. I mean, They do this all the time. News media does this all the time. I mean, with Trump, it was so obvious, you know, it it would always be deepening shadows and wrinkles on the face to make him look more sinister.
4: Yeah. Have you seen any like pictures that ended up on social media uh, of a different view? Thomas
5: in the swimsuit. Oh, they, what do you mean? They rarely show from the front. If you yes. know what I mean. Oh, yes. oh, okay. Because
4: I was shown one from the front, yeah, like front a little bit from the side. Where I mean, I don't know how else to say it.
1: It's your orientation. I see a. It d- yeah. lets me know he's a man. He is a man.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it was prominent. You could see it. Well, pronounced in this particular mm-hmm. photo, right. yes.
5: There's a little bit of grape smuggling going on. Yeah. But,
2: uh, yes, mm-hmm. it the... was obvious,
5: right?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how many of those types of photos. Usually, it, the photo that news organizations use, especially legacy media, ones with just her face coming out of the pool, mm-hmm. not like a full, right? You know, body shot, right? Sort of thing, and I'm sure that's intentional as well. Because they know it's wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Somewhere. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show.
6: Are you ready?
4: Okay, it's hard to believe this actually went to print, but it did from The Washington
5: Post. Oh, yeah. National media is really circling the wagons around uh, Joe Biden's Supreme Court nominee, uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson. And this is just some incredible gaslighting. And it's not from a writer with The Washington Post. This is from the editorial board. This is the paper's opinion.
4: So they, it's not like one person said this right. and there was no checks and balances. Someone would no, no, no. say, Well, hold on, right. slow your roll. Let's get serious for a second. These
5: are the people who want to drive the culture. They claim that Republicans are treating the Supreme Court nominee Katanji Brown Jackson worse than Democrats treated Justice Brett Kavanaugh. No. Oh. Democrats said Brett Kavanaugh was not only an alleged attempted rapist, but he was actually present and helped organize gang-rape parties while he was in high school. That was debunked. And that, well, yeah, that, I mean. mean, So, this is what the editorial board writes. Republicans boast they have not pulled a Kavanaugh. In fact, they've treated Ketanji Brown-Jackson worse. By the most relevant measures, Lindsey Graham and a handful of other Judiciary Committee Republicans have handled themselves worse. Republicans have smeared Judge Jackson based on obvious distortions of her record and the law. Unfortunately, their colleagues' antics distracted from their more productive questionings and from what should have been, listen to this, what should have been the order of the day, recognizing the historic nomination of the first Uh, black woman to sit on the Supreme Court. Oh, my God. Okay. See, there we go. Right. I understand if you want to say, hey, look, this is is a sign of how far America has come. I, I get that. But that is not central to appointing somebody to the Supreme Court.
4: Okay. There's part of me that wonders, that I'm not the only one. Okay, we've certainly had a black person on the Supreme Court before. We've had women on the Supreme Court. But because this is the first black woman, everyone that asks a question needs to recognize this historic event. What are you talking about? How about show the person the respect that they deserve and stop pandering.
5: Yeah, it is it is very odd. I mean, well, if you're in search of equality,
2: wouldn't this be a sign of equality? You're going to ask the tough questions of this person just like you would anyone else. Absolutely. You don't get a pass on this? No. Of course not. That's equality. It, you're being treated equally.
5: And look at Agreed. I, I know that a lot of people Myself included and all three of us like to even talk about the, you know, Brett Kavanaugh debacle that the Democrats put on. But let's not forget, more recently, it was Amy Coney Barrett. Yes. And there was a very serious discussion about whether or not she was really racist because she adopted black kids.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a real conversation. Yes. That was
5: an actual national yeah. conversation. Yeah, was. that they were having. that right. it was a sign of white supremacy and colonial mindset or whatever.
4: Okay, it's just hard to take these people serious. It's an absolute joke. My goodness. And then Gail King. Oh, yeah. On CBS.
5: Yeah, she's like weeping and wailing on CBS this morning uh, because of a tough line of questionings about her judicial record. I mean, that's the thing. This is on topic. These were child porn cases. Okay everyone has
4: talked about what we've really found out she wasn't the only judge giving light sentences there were a lot doing it but what so that means you're not going to ask her why did you give the light sentence because this is historic well the only and reason you're, you're doing it is nonsense. because she's
2: an African American woman
4: Come on. But that dude, please. that's just going right victim. back there all the time. You're supposed to be strong. Yeah. You can't be that weak. Jeez. It was very
3: powerful. It was so tough, I thought, yesterday to watch. Regardless of how you feel about her, it felt so personal watching her being really attacked for something that has nothing to do with the job that she's going to do. That's the thing that got me.
4: It absolutely is. What? Okay, you're not a qualifier either. Sorry, Gail. You're out. You're out. You're not qualified to be in that position either. Sorry,
3: Lindsey Graham. Many of these people voted for her several times, and now all of a sudden, the way she was treated, I thought was very difficult to watch. Yeah,
4: I think the word attack is a fitting word.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
5: of course it is. Uh, yeah, it, was a, yeah. it was an attack. Give him a trophy, make him feel good. Blistering attacks, you know. Oh, geez. Yeah. Don't they know normal discourse is accusing a guy of running gang rape parties, or I don't know, asking him what boofing means. Asking about his drinking habits from 40 years ago. Yeah.
4: Yep. That's the way it goes. Make sure that uh, when you walk Gail down to the cry closet that you walk with her. (laughs) She's a little fragile. (laughs) Very difficult.
5: Or or asking a woman uh, to take a religious test before being on the Supreme Court. Right. Yes. Or calling her racist because of the racial makeup of her children unbelievable shameless man
4: other news this was an ap story dialing up pressure north korea tests long-range missile they're mm-hmm. up to it again yeah.
2: of course well they, he, they ignore him for so long he throws a fit and he gets back in the news and this is
4: what he wants um from the ap the launch which extended north korea's barrage of weapons tests this year this year why didn't he do this before remember that stopped after trump started throwing the threats his way anyway um Came after the United States and South Korea military said the country was preparing a flight for a new large ICBM first unveiled in October twenty twenty. So, you know, I was listening to was it world radio? A news report talking about how Iran and North Korea sort of been in bed when it comes to nukes. There have been Iranian engineers in North Korea over time, and then when Iran does a missile test, you've got North Koreans there to watch it, to see how this is done. Yeah. And, then, you know, by all accounts, we're getting ready to enter the Iran deal again. And you think back to the Iran deal before with Obama, and you've mentioned this several times, Ben Rhodes, under Obama at the time, talked about the press corps in D.C.,
5: yeah, he, he Ben Rhodes was a national security whisperer for Barack Obama. He was a failed novelist who really loved the West Wing, and that apparently qualified him, along with his credentials from Model UN when he was in elementary school. Um, but, but, I mean, he got this part right, though. When he was out of the White House, uh, he did an interview. as a profile, and I can't remember, was it New York Magazine or The New Yorker? But I, I just remember the quote where he was talking about the Iran deal, and one of the reasons why they were able to get – so much support from uh, the Washington set and a lot of Democrats and 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 a lot of media members was because, in his words, we were dealing with a young, dumb press corps who yep. were so enamored with Barack Obama's celebrity that they didn't. We were able to create an echo chamber. So we send out the talking points, and they say, "Well, geez, it can't. they it, got to be right." Gosh,
4: and you think about that. And the facts at the time, when Obama started negotiating the Iran deal, Iran's economy in the tank, okay, and then we actually built their economy and gave them money, if you remember. Barrels of cash. Yes. I can remember. I think... David, you put together an entire montage of Trump talking about the Iran deal and us giving them money, and what yeah. a terrible deal it was.
6: It was a terrible deal. It should yes. have never, ever been made. The Persians are great negotiators. They are laughing at the stupidity of the deal we're making on nuclear. We gave $1.8 in cash. That's actual cash.
2: Cash! I mean, who would ever think that <laughs> they would be taking all of this money off the plane? Barrels of cash.
6: Why can't that money be held back? Send a little of that cash flow our way <laughs> <laughs> so you
4: look back I just read this recently it's it's astounding so they had no money and then we build it up so when Trump took over and then put on the maximum pressure campaign on Iran and we got out of the Iran deal, their hard currency reserves plummeted from a hundred billion dollars to five billion under Trump. And we're building it back up again, right? So they can have a nuke.
5: Well, it's a kinder, gentler Iranian oh, my leadership. Gosh. Yes. Well, that's
2: a, a precipitous drop, isn't it? That's more than the roof. We're having to repair the roof, or a new vehicle, or send the kids to college. Money. That's a lot of money just gone.
4: Oh, a hundred billion to five? My goodness. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Barrels of cash. <laughs> yes. Wow.
2: Cash. It was
4: cash. Yeah. Uh what is the story here? Switching gears. David, you just sent me a story that said Tornado Boy speaks.
5: Oh yeah, you you may have seen some wild video out of Central Texas earlier this week. Tornadoes touching down all over the place yes. and that same system dropped deadly tornadoes in Louisiana as well. Uh now there was one video uh outside of Austin that went viral uh of a pickup truck getting knocked on its sides, yes. spun around, then pushed back on its mm-hmm. wheels. Yes. And the dude just drives off. Okay, well, I guess I'm driving away. (laughs) It was so great. Yes. Chevy needs to be making that an ad today. (laughs) All right. Uh, Now, the driver is actually a 16-year-old named Riley Leon. And he did an interview with KVU in Austin about this. Roll it. I had
1: actually came back from a job interview. Did you get the job? That yes. is some dedication. Thankfully, yes, I did, and I started Monday. It happened in the blink of an eye, and I didn't feel I didn't saw it. And, uh, supposedly, there were sirens going on, but I didn't hear them. And they broadcast the interview at school, and that's when everybody found out, and then they started calling me Tornado Boy. <laughs> Oh, that's
2: fantastic. That's a Marvel movie right there. <laughs> tornado Boy. <laughs> that something, man.
1: And then they started calling me Tornado Boy. <laughs> oh,
4: man. Is your next car going to be gas or electric? That question was asked to Americans. You know what they said? You may be surprised. We'll get to that and a news update straight ahead. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, check this. Boston. Uh, they ditched police in schools to a large degree. Some people there are now shocked to find there's actually more crime in schools. We
6: don't want no more
5: police. Is that clear? Well, yeah, well, it was
4: clear because Massachusetts passed its police reform law December twenty twenty course in response to the blm protests and calls to abolish the police the law would have required school police officers to undergo 350 hours of very expensive specialized training in order to keep their positions in the school districts almost all the schools in the boston school district chose instead to cut their cops loose place them with school safety specialists tell the story in mm-hmm. hot air
2: Well, nothing freaks people out more than a guy with a clipboard.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So that left teachers and administrators with no choice other than call 911 when trouble broke out. And, yeah, so this has been a disaster. Yeah. uh, Exactly what you would think. Yeah, I think a buddy of mine that's uh, going to be retiring soon as a teacher, I mean, he could keep going. I mean, especially if you looked at the guy, you'd be like, that guy's retiring. I mean, he looks 45 at his oldest. Just done. So to do, do something
2: else. Yeah.
4: Well. <laughs> yeah, I get it. you got to make sure that there are no fights breaking out, so you got to spend part of your day, and it rotates with the teachers, spending time in the restroom. Yeah, if you could make sure there's no vaping and no fighting, because yeah, yeah. it's been a lot of outbreak far as fights go like just done but a lot of schools did end up saying okay no more of our school resource officers depending on what school you're talking about i don't know how you can actually run a school
5: no and it's amazing how uh how different leftist ideology is right now than it was even i don't know uh 10, 15 years ago, because the entire idea of having a dedicated school resource officer was, one, cutting down on a response time, and two, sort of, especially in low-income neighborhoods, demystifying police officers. The whole point was that it would be the same two or three, depending on the size of the school, the same uh, officers that the kids would see every single day, and the the point was to learn that okay the cops are not my enemies right they're they're here right. to keep me safe that's that's why they exist mm-hmm. and now they're just like no we're going to tell kids that cops are the enemy and we're going to say hey fend for yourselves it's lord of the flies time down with the police yes so then
4: when you have you know any kid that has a parent with the means they get him out of that district and they take him somewhere else yeah where it's better for the kids And then that is somehow looked at as white supremacy. And it doesn't matter what color you are. If you move out of that district for the best of your kid, well, that's a sign of white supremacy. It's absolute
5: nonsense. Oh, there were, there were whispers about it when, when we moved schools, when I was growing up in Houston. White flight. I, I moved schools because I was assaulted. Right. I remember. (laughs) It was, it was not good. No, that was a knife. Mm hmm. It was crazy. And all these people, and so
4: you move school districts, yeah, and even people were saying to you, "That's white flight,"
5: right? It's like, well,
4: what you need to do is go back and take another stab and man up.
5: Go get, hey, look, you know, kids have been getting stabbed for centuries, okay? Yeah,
4: what are you just going to cut and run? I mean, (laughs) get cut and run (laughs) anytime somebody gets stabby, you just want to leave? Well, yes,
2: wasn't that an actual quote from a politician? Oh, that was, no, yeah. was, uh, was, uh, when, that
5: was, uh, no, it was it was Joy Reid. That was getting stabbed.
2: The kids have been getting stabbed in school for a long time. It, it's,
5: <laughs> it was uh, the Columbus shooting, and I forget the the young woman's She's, name, who was killed by a police officer while yeah. she was about to stab somebody. Stab somebody. And, yeah, yeah Joy Reid from MSNBC's hot take was, the kids have been having knife fights for years. For so, years. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what?
2: It's been cutting going on for a while now. <laughs> Golly. Throw a little talcum powder on it, it'll be fine.
4: I mentioned this. Next car, will it be gas or electric? That that was the poll. And the majority are saying either electric or hybrid. 37% said gas-powered. 24% said hybrid. 21% electric. 13% weren't sure.
5: It's interesting to see the downfall of America in real time. <laughs>
4: Yeah, well, this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Pause for a moment. With everything else going on, this is the real sign for Van Camp. This is
5: great. Well, well, they say it's all for green weenie and environmentalism. Electric cars are not as, they don't burn fuel like a regular vehicle does, but they are not environmentally friendly. No.
4: By parts. any stretch
5: of the imagination. To me, honestly.
4: And I don't think I'm alone. Well, that comes down to performance. Yeah. I mean, you know, if it costs crazy amounts to power up your electric car, yeah, that's no good. If the cost is all the same, and you just get great performance from an electric car or hybrid, that's a different thing. But affordability is a big problem too. All right. We have weeping on Capitol Hill. You don't want to miss that. It's straight ahead. Yes, it is. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the millennial, David Van Camp, and the sexy boomer, the jokester, Scott <laughs> yeah, Robbins. Yeah,
2: too bad we can't tell that one.
4: Well, we were talking about <laughs> Cory Booker. Yeah. He's a big over actor, yeah, senator, and he wept yesterday. Again? Golly. You want to set this up, David?
5: Yeah, sure. I mean, while he was talking to the Supreme Court nominee, uh, Katanji Brown Jackson. And how overwhelmed I am at this moment. I'm not going to ask you any questions about your record. I'm just going to slobber all over you.
4: (laughs) Because it's like any Republican that asks a question about your sentencing record, people caught with child porn. It was, what, out of line? Yes. You can't you can't ask that. You can't no. ask when life begins. You can't ask what a woman is, Mm-mm. and she can't answer those questions by the way. No. So Cory Booker, you're here. Weeps.
3: I was in the White House with my Democratic colleagues and I'm again, I'm in my joy. I can't help it. <laughs> and 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 the president's asking her advice, who should we nominate and whatever. And I look at Kamala, and we have a knowing glance, which we've had for years, when she and I used to sit on this end of this committee at times. Thought, the
5: knowing glance. The knowing glance.
4: We have them all fooled. Yes, of course. (laughs) Who talks like that?
5: We had a knowing glance.
3: I'm in my joy
5: (laughs) with a knowing glance. Okay, go
2: ahead.
3: And then I try to get out to the president what it means. What it means.
4: Oh. <laughs> Do you say bad dinner theater? Yes, yeah.
3: And I want to tell you, when I look at you, this is why I get emotional. When I see you. I'm sorry, you're 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 a person that is so much more than your race and gender. You're a Christian. You're a mom. You're 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 an intellect. You love books. But for me, I'm sorry. I, I, it's hard for me not to look at you and not see my mom. Oh. You have earned this spot. You are worthy. You are a great American. Okay. Some
2: Stuart Smalley bit
4: there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all these mean people You're asking questions. Good enough. Don't they
4: understand we're supposed to fawn all over you?
5: Yeah. I mean, according to the Washington Post editorial board today, they are distracting from the real issue, which is the historic nature of her nomination. Again,
4: I think everyone got the memo. And the whole thing about Corey, I don't ever remember him mentioning what it meant to him when Clarence Thomas was put on the Supreme Court. Nothing. Or if Katanji Brown-Jackson had the same views as Clarence Thomas, would he be fawning like this? Would he still see his mom? I don't know. I think it's worthy of a question. But yeah, there were people on the left that thought, man... Well, I I saw one stupid tweet hoping that Clarence Thomas dies so someone could put Cory Booker up there next to Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Can you imagine that hearing?
5: Oh,
4: Oh my gosh. (laughs) You know, we'll play that clip every once in a while of Cory Booker, the tears of rage, that whole thing when Trump was it Haiti, said something about bleephole countries. Yep.
5: Yeah, that was the word. Yeah.
4: And so Cory Booker was asking the director of Homeland Security at the time. Was it Nielsen?
5: Yeah, Kirsten Nielsen.
4: Yes, a blonde lady. Um, About it. And he was going off. And it was interesting because as he is telling her that the fact that she couldn't remember was unacceptable, he's pointing at her.
3: Mm-hmm. He's very angry. Commander-in-chief. In an Oval Office meeting, yeah, referring to people from African countries and Haitians with the most vile and vulgar language.
4: I'll take out the pauses because he pauses for dramatic effect oh, yeah. all the time.
3: Goat language festers. It festers? Yes. When ignorance and bigotry is allied with power, it is a dangerous <laughs> force in our country. Golly. <laughs> your silence and your amnesia is complicity. Ooh. Right now in our nation, we have a problem. I don't know if 73% of your time is spent on white supremacist hate groups. I don't know if 73% of your time is spent concerned about the people in fear in communities in this country Sikh Americans, Muslim Americans, black Americans.
4: This whole thing. The man. fact
3: pattern is clear of the threats in this country. Yeah. I hurt. When Dick Durbin called me, I had tears of rage when I heard about this experience in that meeting. And for you not to feel that pain, hurt, and that pain, and to dismiss some of the questions of my colleagues, saying I've already answered that line of questions when tens of millions of Americans are hurting right now because of what they're worried about what happened in the White House.
4: This dude used to play football, right? Yeah, he did. You imagine the other players in the huddle? Shut up! Go out there and play.
5: Gosh. (laughs) <laughs> Over actor. <laughs> meanwhile, I need to tell you about the Salisbury steak. It's delicious. That's our special tonight. Thank you. <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> uh. Meanwhile, what's the story with the top staffer on the January 6th committee?
5: Oh, David. Yeah, uh, well, the top Democratic staffer on the Capitol Riot Select Committee was among dozens of former intelligence officials who tried to cover up the Hunter Biden laptop story before the election. Oh yeah. This is David Buckley. He had been the inspector general at the CIA and he is now the staff director for the select committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the U S Capitol. Uh, he was one of the more than 50 people who signed on to that letter saying that the New York post story about Hunter Biden's laptop and All the shenanigans that were going on in terms of his finances overseas, trading on the family name. Oh, by the way, baby Joe Biden was getting a cut of that. Yeah, that was Russian disinformation. That's what they claimed. They've been thoroughly debunked. And now this is the guy who is helping with this whole Capitol riot select committee nonsense. Got it.
4: Where is the old Hunter Biden investigation? It's supposed to be going on, you know. Mm -hmm. Some people actually believe he's going to take the fall.
2: No, it's the same committee is investigating the horse whippings. <laughs> right. Thank oh, gosh. Watch. Yeah. Well, six months later. Yeah.
4: You know, I'd give the credit if I could remember, just to mention it quick. And it's, it's not this original theory. Other people have talked about it, that as far as the elites that put Biden where he is, because they made it happen. It was the fear of Bernie Sanders oh, getting yeah. the nomination back in 2020. So power's the be got Biden there, and then he ends up in the White House. Well, because he's been a disaster in so many different areas that he's no longer useful to them. And so he could be sacrificed now. So it's sort of let the pigeons loose. Go ahead, New York Times. Validate that Hunter Biden laptop. Mm -hmm. It's time. Because it is weird to a lot of people the timing of, and the New York Times seems to be the only one that has validated it because it's not like legacy media is picking up that story. And it's either okay, but now you've got Kamala Harris right behind Joe. So is that really the play or is it just to let the investigation go through and then nail Hunter Biden? But the problem I see with that theory is it's directly connected to Joe. Joe benefited from Hunter Biden's, relationships in Ukraine, Russia, and China. And there's no doubt that these different people have the goods on Hunter. But part of it was, and from Tony Bobolinsky, that the big guy was Joe Biden. And he was getting, if I remember right, was it 10%? Yeah. And that was a lot of money. So who knows? Looking like the United States is going to welcome up to 100,000 Ukrainian refugees. Is that the right thing to do? First gut reaction.
5: Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I. Well,
2: again, I mean, I we don't have any money. Well, no, I mean we don't have any money. I mean, I, I understand the the need for that. Yes. I mean, I do as a humanitarian, as a person yes. with a heart for crying out loud. I yes. get it. Yes. I understand it, but what are we doing here?
4: Oh, it's just printing money. I
2: mean, and we we've gotten literally. Uh, we, I mean, the southern border's nuts. And then the focal point's been taken off that for a
4: long time now. Well, and the prediction is there's going to be a lot of Democrats here in the next few months talk about we've got we've got to do something about border security. You know, we got yeah. a problem down there because <laughs> the midterms are coming. So if we up. take a hundred
2: thousand, right. what happens?
4: I mean, where are they going to go? I mean, I will say this, those people
2: like? do want to go home. They want to go back.
4: It'll be a while before that. Well, sure, yeah, yes, but I mean, how, what difference. are we what are we doing? Well, see, this is part of the problem, is you want to be able to just step in and do that in a time like this. Yeah. But when we've had a couple million come in yeah. where we don't know who they are or where they're at right now, it's just something else on top. And, yeah, you want to be able to do it and say, yes, but there are other problems involved. Man, we're $30 trillion adding every day in debt. It's just
2: we're broke. We don't have any money. Yeah. Well, I understand.
5: The other thing to keep in mind, too, is that I don't think there is as much of a security threat as when we were talking about the Syrian refugee crisis. I mean, in that case, you had a terror organization explicitly saying we are going to infiltrate that group. Yes. You still got to vet people. Right. So that that's an issue. But the other thing is, as we just heard a few moments ago from Cory Booker worried about a white supremacist terrorist organization, I know that. Right now, legacy media wants to write it off as just this, like, Kremlin talking point. But it is actually an established fact. There really is a white supremacist neo-Nazi faction in Ukraine. There really is. I mean, there That's was true. There was a story from a couple of years ago where the, uh, the, I think it was a mayor who was elected, who was a, he was literally a Nazi. And people were shocked that he won the election. I think so, I yeah. so you remember that? So you got a little bit about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that it's not saying that the entire country is run by Nazis, which is Putin's talking point, but there there is an actual neo-Nazi political movement in Ukraine. That's that's something to think about.
4: Well, and as this story plays out a little bit, you know how left media is going to portray it. Oh, people on the right don't have any problem with white people coming in here. Well, hold on a second. Again, everybody's got to be vetted. That doesn't change. Okay.
2: But they're escaping a war.
4: Yes, it's a completely different thing than the usual. Exactly. Okay. Is the whole over-tipping during the pandemic trend ending now? This was just a report from the Wall Street Journal. It says, yeah, we're tipping less than we were a year ago. Well, we weren't going out a year ago. Well, it depends on where you're at in the country. Yeah, I suppose. But you were still tipping drivers that were bringing food to your house, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, at the time, if I remember, were like, it's their job.
2: Well, I've never had food delivered to my house. But when we talked about it, isn't that their job? Something like that, right? Well, I see, I didn't have any skin in the game. I can say what I want. (laughs) So you can have an opinion on everything if you don't really directly or involved in any
4: of it. Well, people were over-tipping. They're saying that's I believe in tipping, to... though. I do. Yeah. Yes. Especially when other people are doing it. Well,
2: not true. I mean, you and I went to dinner the other night, and I tipped. I'm
4: trying to think. Before
2: the concert. We went to dinner, and I tipped.
4: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you did. I mean, yeah. we were all on our own checks. I thought you were actually going to pick up the tab. You didn't it's really okay. think that. No. Well, we were going to your place. I thought, maybe. But that's okay. I mean, I should know right. by now. That's not going to happen. But, yes, you did tip. That is true.
2: What? Man.
4: You know when, okay, to be fair, the last time you bought me dinner, you remember what it was? No. I don't either. <laughs> okay, so anyway, coming up. I remember time you bought me dinner. Did you see what Nancy Pelosi's husband invested in? You don't say. You'll want to hear this and much more coming up. Van Camp, Robin Show, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp.
5: Oh, man. President Biden speaking at NATO headquarters in Brussels, Belgium. Mm-hmm. He did a little press conference. Wish the president wouldn't do that because he's uh, a senile right? old man, but he was asked about the sanctions right now because Europe is getting very nervous about this because the longer this goes on, the greater chance they're going to have some serious problems in Europe as well. Uh, outside of ukraine so he was asked do you think the sanctions are are going to eventually make putin change course is that what you think is going to happen mr president here is the response that's not what i said you
6: you're you're playing a game with me i know the answer is no i think what happens is we have to demonstrate the purpose the single most important thing (laughs) is for us to stay unified
5: there, there's no edit there, by the way. That, that was one of those needle-skip-the-groove moments.
6: <laughs> I think what happens is we have to demonstrate the purpose, the single most important thing, hmm. is for us to stay unified. And the world continue to focus on what a brute this guy is, and all the innocent people's lives are being lost and ruined, and what's going on. That's the important thing. But look, if you're Putin,
3: and you hmm. think that, the,
6: that Europe is going to crack... In a month or six weeks or two months, why not? They can take anything for another month, but we have to demonstrate. The reason I asked for the meeting.
4: Okay. So everyone stay unified and sort of keep up with the true inner pressure. True
6: international pressure.
4: Yes, that's what it was.
6: What the hell was that? Or the dun da, da,
4: da whatever. No
6: one, dun nah, da nah. The History yeah. books will not sure. know it.
4: Yeah, you know what he means. not dun yeah. not dun da okay.
5: It sounds like an ancient Hebrew word, doesn't it? Natana.
4: Natana. <laughs> yes. We give thanks by saying Natana. Okay. Uh, uh, you know who's going to give thanks again? Nancy Pelosi and her family. Well, her husband just bought $2 million worth of Tesla stock. You know, Democrats are calling for more green energy spending. But <laughs> gas, we, oh, we get
2: Unbelievable. More cars. I mean, it, it, it really is. I mean, dude, this, this stuff is allowed. But,
5: I mean, it's crazy. That's the entire purpose of most of the green weenie stuff, right? It, It is about getting the right people the right amount of money. The pain at the pump that you're experiencing right now and the lack of action on the federal gas tax and domestic oil production proves one simple truth. The pain is the point. Yes. They want you to think, you know what? Maybe I would save more money if I went out and got an electric vehicle
4: oh, yeah. you know she said it right when she said this The fact
0: is that there is
1: an attitude of uh, uh, lawlessness in our country that springs from i don't know where <laughs> maybe you do
4: yes, I do yeah. it's from you and your ilk yep this is the Markley van Camp and Robin show, not the not. No breaking news today, David.
5: Yeah, so the president is in Brussels uh, today. He was uh, speaking from NATO headquarters, and I believe he is meeting with the European Union next. I did a little short press conference uh, and was asked about, obviously, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And one of the questions, I mean, is, is pretty straightforward, is basically, hey, you know, these the sanctions were designed to deter russia from doing what they've done now and so do you expect at this point the sanctions to make him reconsider what he's doing now that they are fully in place yeah you're talking about new sanctions right
4: it hasn't worked before Do you think it's going to work now sort of thing? Yeah. Let's
6: get something straight. You remember, if you covered me from the very beginning, I did not say that, in fact, the sanctions would deter him. What? Sanctions never deter. You keep talking about that. Sanctions never deter. The mainness of sanctions, the mainness of sanctions, the increasing the pain and the demonstration. The
4: mainness. You got that? Take notes, Scott.
6: (laughs) Is that what he said? What does that mean? The to...
2: mainness of is that
4: The Reason, I think.
2: Mainness? But not just the main-ness. reason. The main reason. The mainness. So, so if, if you it's you the main it. reason, it's the mainness. Yeah. Have you ever used that word in your
4: life? Uh maybe when I was on the struggle bus.
2: Looking
5: main-ness. for a word, I maybe, maybe. I, just, I just looked up main uh mainness definition and what comes up is maintenance. Hmm. That's
4: not the reference there though. Before no. I started going bald, and I had the long hair. Yeah. I I called that my mainness <laughs> at the time. That was main and manliness Thank you. combined. Yes. Uh, back to maintenance with Joe.
6: The maintenance of sanctions, the increasing the pain, and the demonstration why I asked for this NATO meeting today is to be sure that after a month we will sustain what we're doing, not just next month, the following month, but for the remainder of this entire year. That's what will stop him. you
1: believe the answer today will have an impact on making Russia
6: change course in Ukraine? Hmm. That's not what I said. You, you, you're, you're playing a game with me. I know the answer is no. I think I think what happens is we have to demonstrate the purpose. The single most important thing is for us to stay unified and the world continue to focus on what a brute this guy is. And-
2: <gasps> Didn't tape a nickel to his head like you he did the tone <laughs> arm? Keep it from skipping. You're playing a game with me here. But
6: and all the innocent people's lives are being lost and ruined. And what's going on? That's the important thing. But look, if you're Putin and you think that the... That Europe is going to crack in a month or six weeks or two months. Why not? They can take anything for another month.
5: Okay. So, so I just I just want to go in the archives for a moment. Okay. Because the entire thesis of, of Joe's point there, I know it was a little garbled, but is that nobody thought that this would serve as a deterrent to Vladimir Putin. That's not true that is absolutely not true and for weeks leading up to the invasion everyone from the administration was out there saying the not only sanctions themselves but the threat of sanctions were a deterrent aimed at stopping putin from starting the invasion
2: Correct. The purpose of the sanctions in the first instance is to try to deter Russia
3: from going to war. The
6: president believes that sanctions are intended to deter. We want them to have a
2: deterrent effect. They're meant to prevent and deter a large-scale invasion. The sanctions are designed in the first instance to try to deter Russia from taking further aggression.
1: The purpose of the sanctions has always been yeah. and continues to be deterrent.
6: Hmm. This is a problem. The sanctions would deter him. Sanctions never deter They just, they just lie about
5: that.
4: (laughs) I don't know. But then he's off script. That's why he doesn't take questions. Yeah. That's why earlier in the day, all the core, all of his handlers are around him going, no questions, no questions. He was starting to walk off. Yeah. And then he's like, whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa. And you know. All of his staff are gripping. Oh, no, he's going to take a question. And what did he say?
6: Let's get something straight. You remember, if you covered me from the very beginning, I did not say that, in fact, the sanctions would deter him. Oh, God. They all did.
1: The purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence.
5: It's always (laughs) been deterrence. Now it's never been deterrence. War is peace, up is down, black is white, men are women. Golly, this Pets, is really something. Heads are falling off.
4: <laughs> no food, no jobs. Heads <laughs> are, are falling off. And this even feels nitpicky now to even bring this part up of what he said today, later. for
6: us to stay unified. Yeah. And the world continue to focus on what a brute this guy is. And all the innocent people's lives are being lost and ruined. And what's going on. That's the important thing. But look. Do you think people are not focused
4: on the suffering and the death? That's why they're asking the questions. Do you think it's going to make it stop? Hey, let's not get lost in all the logistics here. Let's keep focusing, what, just on thinking about people dying? No, that's the whole point. Do you think the sanctions are going to do anything different? Holy smokes, man. Golly. We're in a lot you know, of trouble here.
2: You know, I was just... You looked at my thought bubble there. I think... this—I and You know, we're in a lot of trouble.
4: Oh, not just with These this issue. These are the issue, dopes with the that are running
2: this thing. They can't... No one knows what each other is saying. There's no page everybody's collectively on. It's just scattershot all over the place nonsense.
4: Yeah, it's a debacle.
2: It's a debacle. How can he say that knowing full well that 10 people... And his inner circle have already said that. And he if himself, I had to guess, he forgot. He himself. Yeah, the exact he, same thing he denied. He freaking forgot, I'm guessing. It's he
4: the, doesn't know. The dude just gets marching uh, orders. I'm convinced of that.
2: Well, they're trying to go and try to spin this now as best well, they can.
4: Well, and <laughs> his main flag's not there. She's got COVID. Right. It's hockey. Okay. I know we've got to move on to other things. I, you know. I was listening to different pieces of audio of what Biden has said leading up to this. And honestly, I can tell you it's worse than what we even remember. We might have a chance to get to that before the end of the show. Okay. same time this is going on. It's the final day of questioning for Tanji Brown Jackson for the Supreme Court. And this was really something if you missed it. CNN says so all these questions about the child porn sentences is what a nod to qAnon yeah is that what that's exactly what that, they said correct
5: that, that's apparently according to CNN's news division that is exactly why republicans are asking about lenient sentences for child porn suspects
3: Their talking points appearing to appeal to movements like QAnon, which peddles false conspiracies about Democrats and pedophiles.
4: (laughs) Again, just to make the point, if you think QAnon is to be feared and you're on the left, maybe stop with the fascination with little kids and sex. And stop saying it's a threat against families to not talk to a five-year-old about their genitals, you freaks. You might want to start there.
2: Remember all the talk about CNN once the Garden Gnome was let go that they were going to clean that, that thing up and they were going to become a, a real news organization again? Yeah. Yeah, that dreams have been dashed, haven't they?
4: Yes. Well, and the thing was, Tanji Brown-Jackson, the way she answered the questions, didn't satisfy anybody. I mean, what's the reasoning? Well, because it's easier to get a hold of these child porn images now on the internet, we should not punish as much. So any crime that's easier to commit now, as opposed to the right. past, we just shouldn't put these people away too much. And I mean, you know, you could get these images in 15 minutes. Right. Now you don't have to work as hard.
5: So, so I mean, so it doesn't so make the, any sense. The method of of committing a crime is easier. And more efficient, and that means that it's not as bad. It's like saying if somebody, what, throws a pipe bomb into a busy mall food court, that shouldn't be punished the same way that if they had brought a knife into that food court because it's just more efficient? That doesn't make any sense.
4: No, it absolutely does not. I have no idea. Well, you know, I don't know if you saw this headline. But it said, Katanji Brown Jackson defends murder, stating your life shouldn't be ruined by something you did for 15 minutes. That's a Babylon B headline, by the way.
2: <laughs> oh, God, I was going to say, is that real? <laughs>
4: what? See, that's the thing. Every day, it's harder to tell if it's a Babylon B oh, headline and... or it's reality. Because, as I think the Federalists pointed out, they've predicted things that actually happened, sometimes within two weeks. Mm-hmm. that was satire, and then it became reality. Wow. Okay. Um this is interesting David. You found the story about Florida quote Democrats actually don't like
5: the what bill? No, they they actually like. Or they the, like the, like the, the so parental
4: rights bill. Don't yeah. say gay. Come
5: on. Yeah. So, I'm not saying that. It's a very Cuz that's not what it is. Very interesting poll done for the Florida Governor Democratic Party primary and it involves the anti-grooming bill that Democrats say is so hateful. It's the one that bans teachers from talking to little kids about sexuality and their genitals. So the poll was done by Floridians for Economic Advancement. There's a lot of in the weeds stuff about where the Democratic primary is uh, right now. Uh, but then there was the question quote, Should students in, ki- I love the wording of this, should students in kindergarten through third grade be taught about sexual orientation in the classroom by their teachers? The options were definitely yes, somewhat yes, somewhat no, definitely no, or unsure. For the yeses, it was 18% apiece. 20% said somewhat no, 32%. Most people said definitely no. Or that was the more common, most common answer, definitely no. So to put it simply, only 36% of Florida voters taking part in a Democratic primary poll say yes, teachers should talk to young children about their sexuality. You talk about minority rule. You talk about uh, representation in media, all of that. What the message has been in this parental rights and education Mm -hmm. bill in Florida, the anti-grooming bill, the messaging from national platforms has been supportive of a minority of even Democrats.
4: Yes. And it goes a lot to what we talk about. Most people do not look upon this Whole <laughs> trans ideology favorably. They oh. just don't. But you wouldn't know it if you only paid attention to Twitter. Yeah. Big tech, legacy media. But Let's that's. I'd love the to know how
2: many people who have children said yes.
4: Absolutely. I'd love to know that figure. Me too. Yes. Well, and there's another story about people that detransition and how they get shut down. We'll get to that in much more coming up right here. Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Still trying to get over what we just heard earlier uh, from the president.
6: Let's get something straight. You remember, if you covered me from the very beginning, I did not say that, in fact, the sanctions would deter him. Sanctions never deter. They don't deter. It was never, never part came of the plan. Up. Never was as as that part of the plan. No.
4: Putin invading Ukraine. That no, wasn't part no, of it. not well, the National Security Advisor and the Vice President and other people around the President seem to disagree. The
2: purpose of the sanctions in the first instance is to try to deter Russia
3: from going to war.
5: The President believes that sanctions are intended to deter. We want them to have a deterrent effect. Look, mm. these are the same purpose thing.
1: of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence.
6: We got that? Mm. Sanctions never deter. <laughs> yes! I mean, the ex- time from Joe.
5: God. These are the same people, though, who, who swore up and down that Kabul would not fall within a month. Correct. The same people who said, hey, we're going to be able to evacuate. Everybody wants to get out of Afghanistan. OK, yeah. Yes. Roll the roll the tape and you see people falling off of airplanes they were clinging on to for dear life. Yep. And inflation is transitory. Oh, yeah. It's it's going to go up yeah. a little bit. Then it's gonna then going to come back, back down, and down and, you know, know. whatever
4: how it works there's no crisis at our southern border no No.
5: well there was one it was the fake horse whipping scandal oh that's yes yeah
4: okay okay so it's been in the spotlight trans issue especially with all of the ncaa swimming stories from last weekend and i happen to see this at campus reform thought it was interesting because we've talked a little bit before about people that regret the changeover once they transition the detransitioners, and a lot of times those people don't want to even talk about it because they are shamed or shouted down. And this whole piece was basically about that. They did not realize March twelfth was detrans awareness day. Didn't even hear about it. No, because you know it's not going to get passed on social media. No, or legacy media just not going to see it. But there is an alliance of researchers, professional groups, parents, and detransitioners. It's called Genspect. And what they want to do is be an advocate for parents of gender-questioning youth, just to raise awareness. Well, first, I mean, the stats, we've talked about this before, it's like 85% that have gender dysphoria, as say a 13-year-old. It's gone by the time they're 18. But no one wants to talk about that. So the manager of this group, Angus Fox said that their whole organization is concerned that colleges and universities are misunderstanding the phenomenon of the rising number of young people changing their gender identity. And you have a whole group of people that are encouraging little kids to transition. It's child abuse. Mm -hmm. It's sickness. And from this piece that Campus Reform did, uh, they said many detransitioners simply want to melt away into society. And not be prominent voices. It's because they're often stigmatized from two different directions. With, you know, people saying you're harming trans people by speaking about your experience. Harming? Mm -hmm. You're trying to save somebody from making a huge mistake. And then those who publish anything about people that de-transition get shouted down by trans rights activists. So from this one study they mentioned, only 24% of detransitioners chose to inform the clinics where they had their transition wow. out of fear. That's crazy. Yeah, more people actually need to talk about that to keep kids from making a mistake. This is the Markley Levain Camp and Robin show. I did see this. Lower back tattoos uh, are making a comeback.
5: Did they ever Just really go away? On a lighter note, I think
4: so. I mean once they were branded the tramp stamp <laughs> then it was like oh you would never do that you would never get a tattoo there but all of a sudden it sort of come back again tattoo artists the uh, different ones were interviewed saying yeah we're getting more and more requests again for the lower back tattoos the stigma seems to be gone hmm some women say it makes them feel empowered do with that what you will Sorry, that's not going to make one of your trifecta stories no, today, Mr. I'd, Robbins. No, skip that one now. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Scott Robbins' top three stories of the day, the trifecta, the news update next. Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. I'm Jen Exit. The millennials, David Van Camp and the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. The trifecta coming up in just a few. You know, <laughs> heard it a couple of times now. It's, it's still jarring, the message that was coming out of the White House <laughs> before Russia invaded Ukraine and then what we heard today. It, it's really something, man. Uh, Because as Biden was asked the question today in Brussels, as he's meeting with other world leaders and talking about new sanctions, and the question is, well, what makes you think these new sanctions are going to deter Putin? Uh, It hasn't worked so far. And Joe took a little offense at that. Let's
6: get something straight. You remember, if you covered me from the very beginning, I did not say that, in fact, the sanctions would deter him. Sanctions never deter. You keep talking about that. You keep talking about it. Like, do your job, move
4: on. I've 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 cleared this. Said before. Doesn't deter. That was just everybody that works for me said that. Purpose
2: of the sanctions in the first instance is to try to deter Russia from going to war. The
4: president
5: believes that sanctions are intended to deter.
4: No, he doesn't believe that. Liar. Joe couldn't have got mixed up. You were lying. We want them to have a deterrent effect.
2: They're meant to what? prevent and deter a large-scale invasion. The sanctions were designed in the first instance to
0: try to deter Russia from taking further aggression.
1: The purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrent.
0: Hmm. Or maybe that's a case
4: of all of them could stick to their talking points, but Joe had a little whoopsie.
5: Well, yeah, I mean, he, he is senile after all, and we all know that. Although, another moment from that press conference today. By the way, yes. some audio I don't think you've heard yet. Okay. A- apparently, uh, you will be hard-pressed to find any European leader who thinks that something's off with Joe Biden. All right? It, just ask him. He'll tell you. Here is the the president of the United States. Okay. Is,
6: I don't think you'll find any European leader who uh, thinks that... Uh, I am not up to the job. Um, And I mean that sincerely. It's not like, whoa.
5: (laughs) Holy mackerel. I'm uh, not up to the, you know, the thing. Whoa. Yeah, he pounded (laughs) on his chest. (laughs) Is that what that was? Yeah, yeah. He pounded on his chest and said, whoa.
2: (laughs) My gosh, man.
5: As I mentioned
4: before, Golly. I was listening to a different pieces of audio again before Russia invaded. Talking about the troop buildup around Ukraine and Joe being asked about it.
6: They actually, uh, well, look, I mean, he has made clear that. Uh, uh,
4: and this was the pause. He was trying to figure out what to say. This is how long the pause went on.
6: The answer is, I believe he is in the past essentially acknowledge that he was uh, there are certain things that he would do or did do. But look, um, when I was asked that question on air, I answered it honestly. But it's not much of a. I, 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 I don't think it matters a whole lot in terms of this next meeting we're about to have.
5: There's not one leader <laughs> that thinks now, I'm not up to the job. I mean, I'm not sitting here pounding my chest, you know. Whoa, <laughs> but uh, everybody, everybody tells me that I'm doing great. Yeah, you say that to the senile grandpa at a nursing home, because what else are you going to do?
4: What someone's going to tell the president of the United States? It seems like you lost a step.
5: Yeah. First of all, he's not
4: a few bricks shy of a load, buddy. He's not putting a puzzle together. He's running the country. (laughs) I know.
2: (laughs) We don't have to do this. (laughs) Totally that
5: kid. My mom says I'm handsome.
2: Right. (laughs) Right. Look at what I put together today. <laughs> That's great, Grandpa. It's a dog.
5: It's supposed to be a horse.
2: Good job, Joe. <laughs>
4: that, it's a great looking dog.
5: I hesitate to play anymore.
4: Golly. Unless you say please. Oh, uh, please. Okay. Yeah.
6: I think I'm gonna try very much hard to uh it, it is and by the way, there's places where I shouldn't be starting off and negotiating in public here, but let me say it this way. This is him talking about Russia? Russia has engaged in activities which are, we believe are contrary to international norms, you'd say. But yeah. they have also um, uh, bitten off some real problems they're going to have trouble chewing on.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that.
6: <laughs> See, the
4: whole strategy here is got to have a laugh, Was, even in times trouble.
5: Is, is that like he had he had the phrase? bitten off more than he could chew Chew. translated Mm -hmm. into Russian and then translated back into English. Is that the
4: same clip where he was talking about how maybe Russia could work together with the United States and do nice things for Syria? I don't even remember.
6: Um, We could work together with Russia, for example. Mm -hmm. Yes. uh, In in Libya, we should be opening up the, 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 Passes to be able to go through and provide uh, provide uh, um, food assistance and economic—I mean, vital assistance to uh, a population that's in real trouble. Yeah, there
4: you go. Gosh dang. Yeah, it's all good though. Oh god. The adults are back.
5: Hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: No mean tweets. Nope. Don't have to worry about those anymore.
5: Brian Stelter doesn't have to cry into his pillow every night. No,
4: he does not. All right, you ready for your top three of the day, Rob? I don't know if I can match any of that. Let's do it. Okay, all right. Let's do it. Are you ready? One, two, three.
0: It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins, it's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. Yep. He's ready? Sure.
4: Okay. There he is. There's Casey. Okay. Drive back to Scott Robbins' top three stories of today, helped by his hero.
5: I'm Casey Kasem. Okay, and starting with number three. Thanks. Uh, This is just a cry for help, Scott. Uh, Colin Kaepernick wants to return to the NFL, says he's ready to play. Here we go. It never
2: ends. It never ends with this guy. Kaepernick's been working out with the Seahawks wide receivers Aaron Fuller. And Tyler Lockett. Okay. And they're saying, "Hey, he's throwing the ball really well." They videotaped it and they passed it around. Take a
4: look. We went through this a few years ago, and then he changed the workout spot. Remember the whole I know. debacle? Yeah. Well, and he didn't look good. Still waiting for
2: that chance. Still hopeful. Colin said, "There's been a lot of conversation around it." Again, we've had conversations with Pete. Pete Carroll. As Pete mentioned, he's spoken recently, and I'm hoping that door will open and I'll get a chance to walk right through it. The best way is just for me to work out. We have no expectations of what teams will do. I just want an opportunity
4: for that door to open. I still have the talent. I think I can do this. Listen, man, when you lost Stephen A. Smith, you lost everybody, yeah. in my opinion.
3: This is- you see, he don't want to
0: play. He wants to be a martyr. But guess what? It ain't working this time. Do you
2: remember all this? Oh, yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. This guy was a backup quarterback six years ago. Why on earth would he think that anybody would want that nonsense hey. on their
4: team? It's a- Because e- there are enough idiots that know nothing about football that are convinced that he was blackballed. And Cap just wants to play, and he was a great quarterback, a Super Bowl quarterback. He would be a starter on any team. It's people that don't know what the heck they're talking about.
3: It's a waste of time. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> yes, everything he said meant absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I don't want
0: to hear another damn word from him.
5: Well, you're going to. I mean, Kaepernick coming up every couple of years to say, hey, I'm still around. and I want to play football. It's in that really sad territory, like whenever Madonna posts a nude photo. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> That's a great take.
5: It, yeah. It's just desperation. Pay attention right. to Yeah, Right. The rest of the world's like, yeah, we've seen it. We've moved on. Nobody really wants to see that. No. I
6: get it. Yes. Okay. I get it.
5: Yes, We're getting
6: closer and closer to number
5: one. Two. Uh, the LAPD is now warning people to just not wear expensive jewelry if you don't want to get robbed. This is crazy. Crazy.
2: Put a message out to people of Los Angeles. When you go out and about, avoid wearing any sort of expensive jewelry or other expensive possessions that are visible.
4: Okay, no problem. Because you're
2: going to get jacked if you do. Someone will beat you. People have been beating people and taking their watches. Wow. And their rings. What?
6: It was a real
2: steal. Oh, got it. So the LA police are warning people.
4: Don't wear this stuff out in public. That makes you a target for the thieves. Well, if I got my bling, bro, if I can't wear it in public, what's the use? What's the point?
2: Yeah. What is going on? It's your fault for wearing
4: the bling. (laughs) Stop doing it. It sounds like you're taking offense, like you can't wear your bling. Right. I can't possibly wear my bling. You used to have a diamond in your ear way back in the day. Well, yeah, way back in the day, yes. And was that a 24 karat gold hoop you used to go there, Svengali? It was a nice one. That was an incredible look. Somebody should have beaten me and taken it out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Want
1: another one?
4: Yeah, I think there's one left, right? Uh, And finally,
2: one.
5: Uh, Airlines are telling Joe Biden, hey, maybe these mask mandates uh, should go.
2: Yeah, 10 different airlines fed up with the mandated mask wearing for hours. They uh, they spoke about this. CEO published an open letter to Joe saying, hey, end this damn thing right now. Good. That's what I said. There is a lot of <laughs> violence going on in the airplanes. People are pushing back. People are angry. Yeah. People don't want to wear them anymore. For me, nobody's asking, but for me, the solution to this is very simple. Okay. I'm, listen up, you 10 CEOs make it clear that your airline is a mask sanctuary and there will be no laws enforced at that point people will be able to do whatever they want we know this is true all you have to do is say it into existence sanctuary city mask sanctuary plane there you go
4: it's a great idea problem
2: solved free of charge by the way
4: okay okay well played good job scott robbins the trifecta every day at this time all right we still got nimrods in the news it's really been an honor for me oh me too buddy Including in Nimrods, a woman that didn't want to pass gas in front of her boyfriend. And what (laughs) happens? You got to hear that. And a news update straight ahead,
1: right here. Thank you.
4: You bud. Markley Van Camp and Ron Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, David. News update. Are you telling me that Biden repeated the Charlottesville lie again?
5: Again.
4: Oh my so, God. A
5: German reporter asked President Biden about the twenty twenty four presidential election and widespread concerns that Donald Trump would run and win, and they're worried that Trump would undo what Biden is trying to do. I've been dealing with foreign policy for longer than anybody is
6: involved in this process right now. I have no concerns about the impact. I made a commitment when I ran this time. I wasn't going to run again, and I mean that sincerely. I had no intention of running for president again. And uh, until I saw those folks coming out of the fields in Virginia carrying torches and carrying Nazi banners and literally singing the same vile. Rhyme that they used in Germany in in the early 20s or 30s, I should say. And um, and then when the gentleman you mentioned was asked what he thought and a young woman was killed, a protester, and he was asked what he thought, uh, he said, they're very good people on both sides.
5: Does anyone call him out on that? No, because they all believe it. I think oh they knew and you their... had
6: people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. How
4: many times does that have to be played?
5: As many times as possible, because it's not getting through. I think media knew they were lying early on. But, you know, you tell a lie long enough, right? you start to just say, oh, yeah, he did call Nazis fine people. No, we oh didn't. My but he you explicitly... had many
6: people in that group other than neo-Nazis <laughs> and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly.
4: It is. I mean, you try to tell people. The media just lies. The left, they just lie. Yes. Well, I mean, I mean, in your opinion, they lie. No, they freaking lie. <laughs> and continue to do it. It's infuriating. My gosh. All right. I suppose we should get to Nimrod's and get a laugh, do you suppose? Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay, let's do that. Roll it. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley Van Camp and Robbins Show.
6: I love the poorly educated.
0: Uh All right. Uh
4: Uh Nimrods in the News. We start Uh Uh with the 27-year-old Brazilian singer.
1: Her
4: name is Uh Uh Pocah. Short for her stage name. Anyway, she's in the news for a different reason. Um... She ended up in the ER, like 5:30 in the morning. Poca, severe stomach pains. Mm. Yes, she goes by Poca. Poca, yes, that is short for MC Pocahontas.
3: Horse-faced lesbians. No,
4: not that Pocahontas. <laughs> no, 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 not that Pocahontas. Different one. Okay. Anyway, 5:30 in the morning goes to the ER. She's got stomach pain. Why? she refused to pass gas in front of her boyfriend. She said they just haven't been dating long enough to be on farting terms yet. Mm. So she's been holding them in. And this was the quote from the story. It was an accumulation of trapped farts in her intestines. (laughs) That sent her to the ER. She's going to be fine, and she is now telling her 16 million followers on social media, I'm letting them rip from now on, and you should too. (laughs)
2: Farts being held against their will.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Farts in cages.
4: <laughs> then we go to Cleveland. 911 call. Well, this lady was upset because she says KFC sh- shortened her chicken order. Oh. Didn't have enough chicken in there. And she was very upset about it. Do you want to hear the 911 call? Sure. Yes. <laughs> okay, roll it.
0: Please, dispatch. Yes, I'm at KFC, okay. and I came here earlier and I bought some chicken for yeah. twenty five ninety nine, which should have been eight pieces. I only got four pieces of chicken in here, and the manager's going to say he packed the bag, but I only got four pieces of chicken, and I want my chicken. What's the chicken? Get down here and make it right. Okay, I, that's going to be more of a civil matter. You'd have to take it up with management and then maybe someone above him. What? There's not much to... Sub- police can do about it so you can't help me get my chicken
3: <laughs> i mean i can send someone over to talk to you
0: <laughs> to talk to me they should be talking to them they cheating people out of their food
6: <laughs> cheating people out of their food
4: then <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's them rides in the news